welcome back to the podcast. I'm Sophie, this is Gabrielle. Hello. Gab- Gabby. Ga- ga- yes. G- Gabby. Gabby. Hello, everyone. Um, yes. Just a technical note, just before we dive in. We're doing this online, um, and sometimes we can't hear when, we're to- when the other person's talking. So if it seems like we're talking over each other all the time, uh, we don't mean to. <laughs> yeah. We really don't. I mean, to be fair, if we were doing this in person, we would still probably talk over each other. Yeah, that's true. But, both... but in a good, like, a conversational way. In a gibble-gabble way. You know, a blibble-blabble. A blibble-blabble. Yes, I agree. Also, we'll do the disclaimer before we start as well. We're not professionals. We are not scientists. No. We really don't really know much. Although I did get a C in chemistry, so I think that's not too bad. GCSE? Yep. Yes. <laughs> well, I got a B, so... But I got a B in biology, and that's closer well, I got to... biology. <laughs> ah, well, got an A in biology. <laughs> I'm joking. I tell you, if we did it again now, I'd... Mm. How do you remember all those? What did I, I think physics? Because was... I'm a younger sister. Oh yes. Mm, you tend to bring it up a lot more. Yeah. Just weird. Oh. Anyway, mm. sorry about that. That's okay. You <laughs> just be going. Hey, you did it work well. I did it. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, that's fair. So, Sophie, how dice was your... roll into it? Let's just roll into it. How no dice roll into dice it. Dice roll into it. Oh, she's a very she's a TikTok noob. Oh, I don't know anything about TikTok. I was just complaining to my brother about it this morning. I just... Well, I, oh, no. I, I turn on the app and I go, ew, and I run away. Oh, uh, to be fair, I probably would do that, but I am low-key obsessed. How? I literally go on and I'm... There's so much noise, so much text, so much loud music and stupid people you know doing stupid things i just no no that's half the reason i love it because oh, it's just music and stupid stuff and it's just pure shite entertainment oh my god i can't and from and it, like a complete art art like snob i <laughs> i can't stand the whole like instant gratification art like creation stuff it's ruining our patience, Sophie. We have no patience span anymore. But I have ADHD, so I just I have that anyway, whether it's social media or not. <laughs> the rush of dopamine needs to be there. That's why I fucking love it. Uh, oh, Jesus. Anyway. Anyways. Oh, week sorry, been today, today, what? Sorry, what? How has your week been, my dear? I was going to ask you. You always ask me first. Well, because I like to know. Okay. Well, my week has been um pretty good. Every time you ask, I always forget the past week. But what? I can think of two things that I would like to talk about in my catch-up. Um, the first being... Oh, I just hit the table. That probably made a noise on the mic. Whatever. The first being... Um, <laughs> I realise that you can mute people on Instagram and it means that you don't have to unfollow them. They just don't pop up anymore. They just don't come up on your feed. Because for ages, I've wanted to have Instagram 
to post and self-promote my like art and music and whatever but I haven't wanted to always see like a whole feed of stuff and also I found that I was being influenced every day on what to do with my day based on what I'd seen on Instagram so let's say I'd seen like I don't know let's say I'd seen someone doing yoga or art or something I'd think oh I have to do that so I'm going to do that which sounds good at first but then if it happens every day you kind of forget what you actually want to do in the day yeah I get that as opposed to feeling like you should do all these things so I thought apart from like my closest friends and like two influencers I'm gonna mute like everyone and so now that must have taken you forever it didn't take me that long because you'd be surprised at how many people don't post like I didn't go through my following I just went through my feed and eventually after a while it just um and so now I when I go on my Instagram I literally there's like one post max and then it says you're all caught up and I'm like great plus it probably keeps you off your phone as well which helps well yeah yeah, that does help. But I mean, you're not phone... a big phone fan. No. Well, I don't like like texting and stuff. Like, I'm always on my phone because I'm always listening to podcasts, and I'm always on Pinterest looking at art and stuff. But like in terms of actual social media, like the social side. Yeah. I'm like, nah. <laughs> I don't like no, it. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. Um. Also, I've been learning about periods. What? I've what? Always, I've always been like hugely fascinated in like um, birth and stuff like that, which is really random. And so I always learn about that stuff. But I realise I've skipped over a massive um, thing, which is periods. And I've yeah. learned so much. And I'm going to carry on learning. And then maybe we can talk about it later. Yes, I would like that very much. I think I saw a book that I kind of wanted to get, um, which kind of helped explain periods, which would also then help with kind of PCOS as well. Um, but I've already got like four or five books to get through, so I'll do that later. Wow, you're such a reading queen. How do you do it? I don't know, because I, I it's a new thing. <laughs> It hasn't happened very often because I'm not very good with reading, but I just kind of recently I've gone. So I'm also trying to get off my phone and read and stuff like that. So how do you fit reading like around your day? Um, I try to do some reading before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I then sometimes if I'm just feeling like. Ugh, I can't seem to apply myself to anything else. I'll just sit and do some reading. Ah, oh, that's, yeah. Because yeah. I always think, if I'm like that, where I think, mm, I can't be bothered to do anything. Like, my go-to is always, like, drawing or something. Like, reading isn't the go-to. Yeah, well, that's not really my go-to, though, because like, I'm not as naturally inclined as you are. So for me, it takes a lot more kind of... What, for drawing or reading? Yes. Which one? What? For drawing or reading? Drawing. Oh, I thought you meant reading. I was like, I am not naturally... 
say no I don't think it was that don't worry but <laughs> oh don't worry um I meant drawing artsy party stuff I just don't have the mental capacity for it quite the same oh. and it stresses me out a little bit so I can't really do it unless I'm like in the mood too yeah yeah you know yeah but yeah well, so how oh. has your week been not too bad not too bad I uh keeping up to date on most pretty much all of my lectures which I'm pretty proud of considering how wow. easily I just stopped last semester <laughs> I was just <laughs> so <laughs> that I feel like my I don't know about you my assignments are creeping around so much quicker this semester than they did last semester oh yeah but I met last semester I left it way too late and I got so stressed that this semester I literally started them like as soon as the semester started but I've only written notes, but it still feels like... Yeah. To be fair, I should really do that. Because one of them is due in less than a month. So... Is that a big assignment? Um, No, to be fair, I think it was only 1,500 words. Uh, it's still it's the kind still of long ones that take like, a lot of reading and a lot of referencing and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I um, managed to... Oh, I have managed to... Right, so I have my tongue pierced, as you know. And the ball from the top of my tongue bar sometimes becomes loose. Um, and some of the times I have managed to catch it. Oh. <laughs> last two times it's come loose, I've managed to swallow it whilst I'm eating. <laughs> I remember I, I was on FaceTime to my family and I told my dad and he just absolutely almost like cried laughing. <laughs> And it's so funny. I was like, I don't, I don't get it. What's that funny about? It was just like, it's just not something I expected to hear. I was like, fair enough. Yeah. Oh so I my god. More because the jewelry shop that I was going to get to. Hang on, hang so on, hang on. So you're buying for the time being. Wait, wait. Before, so you're buying new piercing heads because you know you're going to end up swallowing them. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those things that, like, if you don't have it, it's like... <laughs> but, like, when you do, it's like, oh, yeah, it's just, just one of those things. Really funny. Oh, yeah, it's it's a bit odd. But, yeah, I managed to swallow another one. Oh, my God. So you just have a bunch of worn-down tongue piercings just just floating around your intestines. Have you pooped one oh. out yet? What? No! <laughs> Well, where else is it going to go? No, it's not worn down tongue piercings. It's the ball. The, the ball that secures the tongue bar in. Well, I know. So you have a bunch of metal balls just swirling I around. Your... Things. Oh well, God. I believe they've probably come out by now. <laughs> oh. Might sound oh, like a... I did this week was cut my finger. <laughs> Might sound like a bit of percussion when you go to the toilet next time oh, Sophie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mum asked me if I had retrieved it I was like nah no nah, I think I'll just let it go oh Christ oh yeah oh actually I made a banging chili this week oh, oh very nice so you know you've seen some um so some of the best, most of the best chilies are made with chocolate in them. 
but chocolate is the secret ingredient. See, I've heard this, but I don't, I yeah. need convincing. So I tried it. Also, I saw somewhere that they put like a little bit of uh, cumin, 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 into it as well, as long as like with the rest of the spices. So I did that and I put chocolate in it as well. And, <laughs> and I, okay. oh I cooked God. rice and coconut milk and I was just like, the flavours get real, the flavours. Oh in my gratitude log, I genuinely wrote, I am grateful for my sense of taste. Oh my God. <laughs> I need to try this. I must try this. So I take this is going to be your your food um, thing at the end of the podcast, the chilli. Yes, it might actually. Yeah, I guess it will. Oh, that you have to send me the recipe for that. Because I've heard the whole chilli thing. and I'm Really? Like, recipe? I just did it. Ah, well, that's always the best, I find. When you just do it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Amazing. <laughs> I'm a chef in the kitchen. No, no. <laughs> I'm a chef in the kitchen. Cut my finger quite deeply, cut an onion. Ah. And I suppose, did the onion juice go into the cut? Um. Ooh. No. Uh, uh. I'm going to save it before any onion juice went in it. That's fair. See, I, I discovered how much I loved onions literally a week ago. And then the guy really? said, oh, yeah, because they always kind of intimidated me, you know? Why? I don't know. They just look a bit. They look like little sea urchins. They look like what? Little sea urchins. Sea urchins? What kind of onions are you <laughs> having? They look like sea urchins. They just look really intimidating. And they look kind of scaly and kind of weird and they smell so. Ugh. You know. But, anyways, I, I started putting a bit in my cooking and I was like, what? I, what? Who knew? Right, the staples when you start cooking. Anything. Onion, onion garlic. garlic. <laughs> yeah, I knew the garlic and I knew the onion, but I was like, man. But now onion and garlic are two very high FODMAP foods, so that's sad. <laughs> but I did have a whole. Tub, what a shame. I did have. Two whole tubs of garlic, uh, butter, butter, <laughs> garlic sauce from Domino's, and I felt okay. So maybe it's fine. Maybe it's fine. Anyway, this is a very long introduction. Yes. Well, we are doing a bit of catch up. We are doing a bit of catch up. Anyway, yes. So this episode is. Oh, stop! Stop acting awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby's backstory for her IBS. Yeah. She's a very awkward person, clearly, because yeah. she's kind of writhing in her seat right now. <laughs> I don't like talking about myself. <laughs> yeah, just a heads up, we have tried to record this before and it was just. No. <laughs> so we're trying again. Second time lucky. Second time lucky. Oh, also, I should say, me and Sophie discovered that I have anemia today, so that's fun. <laughs> you might. No, I'm joking. But I just made a joke saying I look so pale and I always look like I've literally got no blood in my face. And Sophie was like, pull down your eyelids. If your eyelids are white, you've got anemia. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> pull down my eyelids. So what is, what is a ghost? So... <laughs> Got an email, everyone. 
You know what would be a good idea to test if you have anemia? Do go on. Rub a ring on your forehead and if it goes black, you've got anemia. Rub a ring? What? No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, see, TikTok trends. Rub oh. a ring on your forehead and the colour turns dark. You've got anemia and if it doesn't... Anyway, that's Does a lip balm. That's not going to work. <laughs> well, should we oh. dive into the podcast? Anyway. <gasps> okay. So, Gabrielle. Hello. The people want to know. Do they? Yeah. For those who don't know, what is IBS? IBS is irritable bowel syndrome, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. It's bowel syndrome, Irritable bowel syndrome. Um, it's pretty self-explanatory. You've got a bowel that's irritable and uh, it's a syndrome. And a syndrome <coughs> is a collection of, once again, I'm not a doctor, but go see your doctor. Um, a syndrome is a collection of different symptoms that kind of don't relate to each other, but they're all part of the same thing, which is why if you have a syndrome, it might sound like you're constantly complaining about little things, but that's because the bigger thing leads to lots of little things, which is frustrating, but whatever. Hmm. Um, yes. And it's basically um, usually sort of like started when you've had a bad bout of long running stress or like antibiotics will cause um, IBS sometimes. So there's a whole bunch of reasons and causes why different people have it, but it's basically when your bowel has had too much stress and your gut has had too much stress and it kind of implodes and doesn't work <laughs> properly. It implodes. <laughs> it implodes. It just all explodes, just all that weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so what symptoms did you feel you experience that made you kind of go eh that means a bit wrong I think it's a bit wrong I could go through the whole like start to end story. oh yeah you go all about how how yeah mix it all together how did you go about getting diagnosed okay and experienced yeah okay I'll mix it all together and then at the end I'll, I'll summarize the symptoms oh that was a plane going by anyone was Howard Howard's probably watching somewhere Howard? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, if you can get up out of bed, that is. Uh, my bed. He's, he's in my bed currently. Oh. For context, Sophie also isn't sleeping in her bed. Just to... <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> I give a title. Oh, my God. Yeah. For context, I'm currently at my uni house in Bournemouth. My dad is obviously at my family home, yes. sleeping in my bed at home. Yes. My mum's in their bed. My dad, because he broke his back. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, falling off a ladder. Yes, yeah. because he's a bit silly, but it's all right, because I managed to inherit it, the silliness. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> Trust me, I, I get him for that all the time. <laughs> hey, anyway. Irrelevant. <laughs> Um, Lane, Howard, yes, my dad was oh, yes, Lane. Moving on. Anyways, uh, okay, so, 
I said IBS. Okay, so when I was younger, um, I basically had the worst diet in the entire world up until the Oof. age of about 18. It wasn't my parents' fault. I just... I don't know. My mum always says it was because my nan literally mushed up everything when I was young. So I didn't get used to the taste. I don't know. Maybe I had a bit of food anxiety or something. But either way, I didn't like anything that was not bread, rice, pasta or a chicken Kiev. Oh, yeah. Or Parmesan cheese. (laughs) Doing your chicken Kievs was just... Chicken Kiev's and pasta, that was pretty much... My, my Sunday roast consisted of a chicken Kiev, garlic bread, and rice with parmesan cheese on top. <laughs> a lot fair, of that garlic. That does sound very nice. Yikes. I hope my breath didn't smell, but probably did. Anyways, moving on. Oh, it reeked out. No, no. So, um,. Yeah, so I had a really terrible diet, but it didn't like I didn't really feel the effects of it until maybe sort of the age of 15, 16, where I was at athletics and I just felt so sluggish. And I kind of stopped because I just got really bad <laughs> at running. <laughs> but now I know it was because of my diet, but I didn't know that at the time. Um, mm. But yeah, and then when I was in uh, sixth form, in the second year, I took on more than I could what's the word bite off more than you can chew something like that yeah yeah and with a collection of no I say a collection one teacher that wasn't very nice <laughs> yeah and also having to apply to lots of auditions I didn't know what to do and every, every there was a lot of stress and a lot of unknowns um yeah. and so I would say I was a lot more stressed than the average um sixth form student definitely but everyone's experience is different. But yeah, it was definitely very stressful. And I, because of that, because I was a complete workaholic, I didn't really eat because I just sort of forgot to eat. And also because I was so anxious all the time, I literally worried off uh, fat. <laughs> oh, uh, you were just looked so unhealthy, which I, I don't mean that in a bad bit, but no, like it I... was... Hor- almost horrible to see because you're like <laughs> yeah I looked really um I don't know, I don't know if I was skinny would you say I was skinny or just um there was a phase I think yeah because well, I think I'd known you for what five years before that mm-hmm. you know I mean it was during your pre-crap diet <laughs> but you know you were you were still kind of voluptuous yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and still kind of full of life and yeah and then because I moved sick forms we didn't see each other very often so when we did see each other again I was like oh my god yeah yeah I remember we went to Pizza okay. Express do you think that was when we went to Phantom of the Opera and I said everyone keeps saying I look really skinny and you're like yeah you do <laughs> <laughs> oh that makes me sound horrible but yeah no you weren't you're just Best friends. So, yeah, I mean, to put it very frankly, you did. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you had a reason, and it wasn't like it was because, you know, you thought you looked better that way. It was just... Oh, no, I didn't even know. I didn't even realise. Yeah, you're just so absorbed in all of the stuff you had to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't even think you realised you were that stressed or anxious. I think you just kind of... No. Well, I 
certainly realise at some do point. Everything. <laughs> yeah, I think it was yeah. like it was like around Christmas, and I was trying on some clothes, and I was like, nothing fits. Why is nothing fitting? And then I realised I was like, uh. so this leads nicely on to the next part. <laughs> so I realised yeah. I was very slim it's just a side note it's usually like my upper half of the body the lower half is usually like normal size but it was the upper half that looked really like a bit scrawny so i was like okay i need to eat loads of food again and so i decided to eat the same sort of portion sizes and the same carbs and processed food that i was eating before and i my stomach had like shrunk so much that i couldn't I couldn't eat even like half the the plate. Um, And so I was like, well, this is fun. And then after that, I I would have like paninis at school and I would have like just general like school lunch foods that are always sort of heavily carb-based just because of funding, I suppose. and I would have the worst bloating afterwards. I'd sit in my class and I would literally be like in pain, in pain. <laughs> and I said this to you last week, Sophie, but Dying. Like, I would I would message my friend Vari and I'd say, um, do you ever eat like a sandwich? And then afterwards you literally feel like there is a rock in your stomach. And Vari'd be like I have no idea what you're talking about. This was probably the worst person to ask because Vari literally lived off, lived off of couscous and salad and the healthiest food ever. <laughs> but <laughs> so I, I asked her and she was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I thought, how strange. Um, so yeah, I kept getting like super bloated, super just uncomfortable. Anyways. So then it was like Christmas of that year and um, it's Christmas time so you eat loads of chocolate and pfft, bad mistake because Boxing Day, oh my god. I said to Sophie I wasn't going to go into details and I'm not going to go into details but I had an upset stomach, let's just say that. And I had to go to a uh, hospital and it was a whole thing. I was really nervous, I was like, what is it, what's happening? Um, the guy said, you've just had like food poisoning. Oh no, hang on. I need to delve into this a bit more. Not too much, but I need to. Okay. But yeah. I I literally woke up in the night, writhing with pain, literally writhing, went downstairs. My mum luckily was sitting on the sofa. Um, and so I was like, what? I couldn't even talk. I was just like, what? Like, you know when pain is like blinding? Like it's oh, like splitting. Ow. And <laughs> I, I, it just unfolded in like seconds. And then I, I walked over to the sofa and just like curled up in a ball. My mum was like, you need to go to the toilet, go to the toilet. So I like crawled to the toilet, was on the floor in the toilet. And then I went on the toilet, whatever. Anyways, it was awful. <laughs> the doctor was like, it's food poisoning, food poisoning. But I was thinking, I was basically like vegetarian at this point. I hadn't eaten anything to give me food poisoning. Um, even my mum was like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so that happened. I sort of went away and then didn't really think about it anymore. And then I would have like a couple more of similar sort of bout. It was also yeah. around this time uh, that I went to Edinburgh with my boyfriend. And of course you're like eating loads of fun food, whatever. And I, on the journey home, 
oh my god i had such bad bloating that i was literally standing on the tram like somebody please give me a seat but obviously because you're a child no one's gonna give you a seat but i was thinking this i was like oh my god i can't even stand up um but anyways we got on the plane and got home fine which is side note it's why it always sort of annoys me when um on like buses and things it says for these three people which is old pregnant and then disabled whatever but some mm. people are disabled but you can't see it well there is a movement for that now isn't there is kind it? of oh yeah huge oh well I... hopefully it's growing in size that you know not all disabilities are visible yeah I'm not saying that what I had was a disability, but it just made me realise that sometimes there are people that need to sit down that you wouldn't know. Yeah. Anyways, so that happened. Then I just basically kept reacting badly to like a lot of food, couldn't figure out what it was. And every time I'd have like a stressful or panicky situation, I'd always have a stomachache afterwards. But I thought that was just like butterflies in your stomach kind of thing so then moving on to like the start of uh this uni year um like you know when we were in the park and we we're having a lovely day out i'd basically i'd been to my uh boyfriend's house had a bit of an anxious situation a bit of an anxious evening and then for the whole two weeks after that i was <laughs> I kept having this sharp pain on one side of my stomach and then I was super nauseous, super dizzy, super tired, felt really sick and really bloated. I felt just unwell, like I felt like a sick person for ages. And then there was just like one evening where I was like, I really do feel unwell. So then I went to my mum and I was like, I need to go to the doctor's. So I went to hospital. I went to the doctor first and the woman was like poking around as as they do yeah <laughs> they were, she was poking around and um what situation was, to be yes and she was like I can't feel anything nothing's you know it's probably like an STI but I'm like well it's not an STI because I'm safe <laughs> I'm safe but anyways <laughs> um so that happened but then I ended up having to go to hospital anyways because I thought I had like something very badly wrong um and the guy like screened for an ovarian cyst I was like ovarian cyst so then he hand handed me an IBS packet of tablets and I was like uh okay so, so then basically saying it going yeah this is what's wrong with you <laughs> yeah like Loki was like just a bit of a hint here you go here you go so then um yeah, then I, it was like it just a sort of long process of then calling up the doctors and being like, help me. And then the way they do the actual diagnosis is by process of elimination. So they take your blood tests and they make sure that there's nothing more sinister, like a, um, what's it called? Like irritable bowel disease or something. Um, what's it? Something like bad, just something bad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> worst one one of those things <laughs> um and yeah they ruled out all of that which was good and um yeah the lady was like yeah you probably got ibs mate yeah you got <laughs> ibs yeah yeah but, mate, probably got ibs like, okay cool <laughs> well 
and and then they just went there you go off you go or oh yeah oh wait okay so just to round up the symptoms just because you asked yeah, that before. yeah so just like as a list i would have like fatigue nausea headaches stomach pain bloating and like you know toilet things whatever we don't need That's... to know those details <laughs> <laughs> but uh, maybe down the line maybe down the podcast line we'll discuss those things anyways mm-hmm. um but yeah in terms of what was your question like um it was what symptoms did you experience and then also how did you go about getting diagnosed no 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 the next question oh oh we're moving on (laughs) yeah (laughs) pretty much awesome thank you very much for that Gabrielle (laughs) so when you found out how did you actually go about researching IBS ooh good question okay so the woman was she basically said you've got IBS she was a really I've seen her a couple times before and she's been really supportive and really nice but you could tell she didn't really know anything about IBS because she just Mm. said like just take some antidepressants and it will numb the nerve endings of your stomach and then you won't feel any pain but I'm a bit more of a holistic person than that and I was like you know don't really want to be taking antidepressants for the rest of my life because I feel like it's more bad than good. Um, And so she said, oh, you won't really need to see a dietitian. And I was like, what? You must be joking. Funny, that. Yeah, I was like, can I see a dietitian, please? So she put me on a waiting list and I have yet to see this person. But in the meantime... um, she suggested going on a low FODMAP diet, which is highly, 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 highly confusing. Um, mm. So I sort of been easing myself into it. I didn't want to go cold turkey because that's quite hard on your um, emotions, I think. Yeah, <laughs> But definitely. I thought, ease myself in, and I have been doing that. Um, in terms of, like, researching, um, listening to, like, loads of podcasts, that have actual like certified dietitians and professionals that's very yeah. helpful there's one called they're talking about unlike us <laughs> yes we don't know what we're talking about oh jeez but um there's one no. called uh, the gut loving podcast with a dietitian and a lady who speaks about her own um experience there's one called um oh what's it called I can't remember. There's loads. There's loads of uh, podcasts about this type of thing. Um, And I would listen to a couple of YouTube videos, but not many because you can't really tell who's a professional and who's not. And then I would obviously Google, but um, you have to be careful. I just sort of stuck to, you know, the good ones like NHS website, you know, can't go wrong there. And also there's a really great, app called the Monash um, FODMAP app or something like that and basically the Monash University were the people who um, came up with like the low FODMAP diet for IBS so they're obviously the best people to go to and the app is like eight quid but it's really 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 useful so they're they're kind of my where I go for help (laughs) nice one yeah 
then what have you tried so far and what have you found has worked for you? Well, um, low FODMAP diet, as far as I have gone so far, has been working wonders, has been working beautifully. Um, also eating lots of oats. It's just, it, oats is like a magic potion that you have and then it just like <laughs> fixes all your problems. Oats, um, also doing some form of daily exercise, even if it's just literally um, walking up your garden a couple times, like just yeah. moving, basically not sitting down the whole day. Um, yeah. I think walking and running and weightlifting are like the best forms of exercise for me, but... I don't know, it's a whole, you know, experimental phase. Um, what else? Just keeping really calm is helping. Journaling any time I have too much on my mind. Were you about to say something? Your mouth moved. <laughs> I just agreed. I just said, oh yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Troubles of internet. I can't tell if you're talking or not. Um, well, yes, uh, making sure I don't get overly stressed. And if I do... I just think, nah, you know, just there's no need for me to be stressed right now. Also, taking my time eating and not getting up immediately afterwards. Just basically being as sort of natural human as I can be. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, like just connecting with like nature and eating whole foods and just, yeah, basically. That. Well, you're essentially putting your body and your mind first, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, as opposed to like Western ideas of yeah. being successful and working all day every day. I'm, I'm over that. I'm over it. Yeah, no. Because yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things that I think affects so much of our body mm. and oh, so many people is just stress. Stress. Yeah. What stress has impacts on? Because, like you say, IBS would seems to be brought on by periods of stress yeah and stress can bring on so many different things oh in the mind and sometimes because i mean that stress can really impact your skin as well you know Mm. if you get random breakouts it probably might be stress induced you know just loads of things can be stress induced so to be able to try and like manage that a bit more yeah finding out kind of what helps with your stress levels and yeah such a big thing because the last thing you want to do is go loopy especially when you're so young oh, well no nah, exactly yeah exactly no someone, no loopiness over what did you say someone has left the house <gasps> excellent excellent no career in this house please Bugger off. yes, yes. Anyway, anyway, sorry, anyway, sorry. <laughs> um so yeah also also just cooking from scratch as much as I possibly can and the more you do it the more you get used to it and you find quicker ways of doing it and meal planning not eating like tons of sugar uh Mm. what else just just like making sure your sleep's intact exercise is intact all of it you know all of it yeah all of it that's the answer to your question well thank you also uh not eating like loads of wheat products because I just don't don't think it works for me really. Wheat and co- wheat and gluten can cause a lot of inflammation anyway. Yeah, yeah. 
a oh. lot of informa- information and brain yeah. fog and okay. all of it. So, but the thing is, it's in ev- it's almost in oh, oh. it's in almost everything. Yeah, it is literally You're in almost everything. And trying to look for gluten free stuff, and it's like wheat, 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 wheat. I'm I like, know. Okay, no. That's where it's hard because even like gluten, if... I'm like no. Nah. Yeah. Even... Much wheat. <laughs> Sorry, I keep talking over you. Ah! It's because there's like a delay. There's not a delay, wheat. delay, but it's fine. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> because um. <laughs> Even if it says like gluten free, there is still wheat. Yeah. But I've found sort of the sub substitutes I've been having is like, because I don't want to lower my calories at all because that's not the point. Yeah. You have to fuel your body at the end of the day. You can't be restricting yourself. So yeah. I'll still have like loads of potatoes, loads of oats, loads of rice. Like these things don't have wheat or gluten, and I feel fine. Like, I might get a gluten craving, but then yeah. I'll just have it, get stomachache, and be done with it, move on. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Love that for you. Thank Woo-woo. you. <laughs> so, another question. Yes. What support did you receive upon your diagnosis? Ah. Um, not much. <laughs> uh, okay. <sighs> Yeah, not much. I d- See, I don't want to be like, oh, the NHS is crap, because it's not. The NHS is, like, amazing. It's one of the best things to ever come out of the Labour Party. Well, yeah. Oh, my God, I'm not going to get into politics. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. I'll cancel myself, because I know nothing, and I'll say something stupid, and then five years down the line, someone will be like, this person said that this about this. Bye. Anyways. Well, do you know who the current Prime Minister is? Yes, Boris Johnson. Come on. I know that. Come on, you don't like this. Do you, do you know what political pa- uh, party oh, is currently in charge of our country? Yes, the Conservatives, darling. The Conservatives. Well done, you. Thank you. That's about all I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that Keir Starmer's a twat, apparently, but I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, going to that. So, um, oh, God. <laughs> oh, so uh, yeah, there is one GP there called, um, I don't know, but she is an absolute angel. And if ever you caught up and you're like, oh, this is not something's wrong, she's like, she just talks to you on the phone for like 25 minutes, just oh. informing you. Yeah, she's great. Um, mm. but. I can't really say until I have my dietitian consultation because that's when the support sort of begins. But yeah. until up until this point, there hasn't been any support as of much. Um, also, I think because I'm young as well. Sorry, sorry. I think because I'm young, they think, ah, she's all right. Yeah, true. Well, didn't you kind of have to push for a dietitian appointment? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. If I if I was more naive and I didn't, I took everything that that GP said as a, as you know, uh, what what did they say? Bible words. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Something yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sayings, some saying. Uh, then I yeah. I would have um, not pushed for it, and then I would be completely lost in the dark. Uh, but 
nah. None, which is really sucky, but it is what it is, you know? It is what it yeah. is. Yeah. But then at the same time, you, you don't have to say it is what it is, because... Yeah. You know, you can do something about it. Things do, things always need improving. Things always need improving. <laughs> I suppose it's that thing of, like, the GP will never contact you unless there's an actual problem. So you yeah. have to be sort of ballsy enough to push for things and then you will get the support. Oh. Yeah, I think that is the thing. Like, they're willing to give it, but, like, most of the time you kind of have to chase them up and yeah. all of that. Because, I mean, yeah, my family's dealt with the NHS forever. Yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of the time you do just kind of have to ring up and push and just almost non-stop because mm. you're not really going to get anywhere else otherwise because they're just so busy they are really busy yeah so if you keep reminding them and keep pushing them then it's kind of not going to be at the forefront no. of their priorities but i will say like one thing that is supportive in itself is if, if ever i do call up and ask them something or if they want me to do like a stall sample which is always fun and glorious and uh, if i call up asking something there they never judge you and if anything they kind of make the situation feel funny and like that is supportive like my specific gp don't make me feel like i'm a complete idiot yeah so that's good that is a, a lot i think yeah even just the way kind of it's dealt with and things are talked about has a real impact on how anything is viewed yeah. or how people feel about it, you yeah. know? So I think, yeah, that's that's great that kind of they do that, that they're very soft. I say soft about it, but, you know, they don't, yeah, kind of alienate you and make you feel weird for having something that you don't really have much yeah, of a choice no. over. And especially because I, I don't know anyone else with IBS, I don't think. So it's quite alienating, as you say. It's like, because uh, I know there will be people that have it that I know, but I just don't know who these people are because they don't. Yeah. They don't say. So it's like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Someone please help me. Yeah. Which but, doesn't help. Yes, has a proper stigma around it. Yes. Bigger yeah. stigma. Because it's big, about big stigma. It's about poop, and nobody wants to talk about their poop. <laughs> No, no. But actually, it's so much more than just poop. It is so much more than just poop. Everyone gets poop. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe poop's a little different. Everyone's poop's a little different sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's poop feels... It's okay. It's okay. Not everyone's poop's gonna be the same all the time. (laughs) Maybe sometimes a bit more I should definitely become a Disney voice actor. Oh yes, I loved your little weird thing last week going, bye bye, bye bye. That really made me laugh. Yeah, because I realised, you know, you could do kind of a little, um, sound a bit like a Disney princess. You kind of go, bye, bye bye now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is just so contradictory because me as a character, I'm just not like that. Yes. Oh. I'm just. <laughs> no. Oh, for God's sake. Hey, Sophie, God. you're so harsh. The reputation I have amongst my family is that completely just that. <laughs> oh, just oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think my sister drew our family. She put and with little speech bubbles. She'd have one out 
Any more questions? Or yes, I do actually. Oh. Last one. So, for anyone that has kind of just realised they might have IBS or have just been diagnosed, what advice do you give to them uh, uh, starting out their journey of treating IBS? First of all, it's a marathon, not a sprint. There's no, Love. there's no cure. There's no magic pill that you can take, even if the doctor says there's a pill. You listen to, don't listen to, no joking <clears throat> listen to your doctor but always be open to different oh. i'll say that again internet nah sorry <laughs> always take it with a pinch of salt yeah or not even that but just like be open to other ways of like there's not just one way there's not just like western medicine there are different ways yeah. um uh also i'd say like instant thing that you could do is just like revise your diet and just maybe adopt a more whole foods based diet don't do anything like drastic don't do any like low fodmap or anything until you see a dietitian or unless you feel like you have enough knowledge on food to sort of take it upon yourself because some people can't access a dietitian and you have to just do it yourself yeah. Um, but just make sure that you go to like responsible sources of information first. Um, so they kind of first things first, do your research. Do your research, yeah. Yeah, mm. even into like the people that you're seeing, just do your research. And also, um, just maybe like if you're not doing any exercise, <clears throat> so if you're not doing any exercise, just start a bit of exercise, you know, little small baby steps baby steps oh yeah you don't have to kind of jump into it become a weightlifter or no. you know well i was even listening to some barrel. well yeah well i wonder if my well they say that runners get runners diarrhea because yeah, you're doing true. so much exercise your body's like oh my god maybe yeah, there's a picture of um <laughs> what's her name anyways unimportant <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah just uh like up your exercise but don't do anything that's too intense because that will then cause your body stress and then it's just counterintuitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um also uh, if there's like any advice, um reach out for help. Don't just suffer in silence. Um, oh yeah. And don't be afraid of sounding like a complete, you know diva being like, I can't eat this, I can't eat that. You know, it doesn't matter. If people think yeah. that you're being a diva, if you can't eat it, you can't eat it. Or if you can't lift that thing off. Like my mum, for example. <laughs> I just ate my lunch the other day. Literally two seconds, I'd finished it. My mum was like, can you help me lift this thing? I was like, nah. I can't suddenly nah. eat a whole meal and then lift this heavy box. You're gonna... Sometimes you just have to say no, even if you do want to help. Because yeah. most people don't understand that the details so yeah yeah um and that's yeah just take it easy man take it easy, take it easy. <laughs> yeah yeah take it easy and um don't take what um some people say for gospel because there's always other ways yes 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 if other I... people always have other things to say yes Exactly. Is that the end? 
I believe it is. I thought that was much better than last week, you know. I'm kind of glad we did that. I hope so, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We'll find I'm out when you come to edit it. <laughs> paranoid that, like, it didn't work. Because <laughs> that was a really good episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, last things last? Things last? Last things last. That's not quite a saying, but it really should be. <laughs> what food recommendation, ah. recipe recommendation do you have for this week? Well, I'll repeat the one I said last week because it's still the same. Oats. <laughs> Oats. <laughs> no, okay. I've been obsessed with this bowl of like... I call it my, my cereal bowl of fun because it's basically... <laughs> I get a bowl, as you do. Yes. Pour in some oats, not too much because oats are filling and you don't need loads. Then I put some almonds on the top. If I'm feeling real frisky, I'll put some sunflower seeds and flax seeds just for some added like goodness. But I usually don't have time for that. And then I put in like a few squares of 85% and above dark chocolate. Then I drizzle over a bit of maple syrup, put in some banana protein powder, whack it in the microwave, put it on for one minute. It goes, bing! I take it out of the microwave, and then I stir it all together. And because the maple syrup makes the oats uh, like super crispy, you don't put your milk in, by the way. Don't put your milk in yet, because the the cereal's warm. And then you put in your cold almond milk because it's the only like low fodmap milk. It's very annoying because it's the least tasty one, but whatever. Pour in your almond milk. That's that's a personal opinion. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Just over a bit more maple syrup. Um, and it tastes like a dream. It tastes... Oh, peanut... Oh, I missed a key ingredient. Peanut butter as well. And get one with like a bit of salt in it, because the chocolate and the salt... Oh my god, it tastes amazing. And it's all low FODMAP and it's all good for you. It's all whole foods baked. Oh yeah. Yesterday I had three bowls of it. Don't overdo it. You cheeky bugger. I know. What about Have you? It. What about you? <laughs> uh, what I talked about earlier. My, uh, the chilli oh, that yeah, I made. The chilli. God, that feels like two years ago, Nick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <You can't... laughs> what? What? You're in your neck, keep breaking off. I can't hear what you're bloody saying. I said just because you can't have it. Yeah. Chilly. Yeah. <laughs> Jealousy is a disease, bitch. Get better soon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I can... Yeah. Someone's walking up the stairs. Oh, it's my mother. Hello. Mother down, son. Hello. Best second child. Hello, best second mother. Oh, what's happening, <laughs> Mum? We're actually recording oh. the podcast. So oh. Could you politely oh, please back off? Or um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um. So yes, that's a great food recommendation, Sophie. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yes. Well, up. I just I got some um gluten-free meat-free everything free <laughs> don't know how they do it but they do it uh mince meat oh mince you know which obviously isn't actual meat mince but anyway i did that with my onions and my garlic all in the pan and then you to be fair you can probably add more um 
veg in it if you wanted to. Yeah. But I just added red kidney beans into it. Very nice. With spices, you chopped tomatoes. Um, and then I put a bit of chocolate in it. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Because apparently that's the secret. And you've got coconut rice as well. And all together it's just a dream. So how, how much chocolate? Pardon? How much chocolate? Um, I put in quite a bit just because I had quite a bit there already because mm. it was doing me kind of over... Doing me? No. It was lasting me over two meals. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I guess it's kind of a personal thing because I just... I, with most things, I just experiment, really. Oh. I go, huh. Oh, we'll try a bit of that then. Ah, very nice. Well, yeah. sounds great. Anyways, yes. Let's wrap up. If you have anything um, you'd like to say, uh, we are having discussions about the title of the podcast, but the email as it stands is still... Would you care to? It is still bodiesbehavingbadly at gmail.com. Yes. Leave an email, but hey ho, it's still open. If anyone <laughs> drop us a line, no one sent anything yet. Have we still just got two listeners? Oh Christ! Well, anyway, anyways, apart from my mum. Hi, mummy. <laughs> Hi, mummy. Miss you, mummy. Miss you too, mummy. <laughs> anyway. What? What's let's that? just let's just end it before I do something ridiculous. Agreed. Thanks, everyone. Well, thank. Sorry, sorry, but thank you, Sophie, for your questions. They were very good questions. Thank you, Gabrielle, for sharing your story. It was very brave. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. See you next time. Yeah. <laughs>